0: the night my father was stabbed and other hilarious stories from my childhood hi I'm Chrissy Bartles and welcome to the stop dreaming get it done podcast every week I'll tell you a true story it might be my own it might be stories from others it might be a guest telling their own story and you might even be the one telling a story some will be sad, others will be traumatizing, and many will be funny. If you have a story you'd like me to tell, or would like to be a guest on the show, please head to my website at chrissyhogebartles.com and submit a proposal. In Robert McKee's story, he writes, A culture cannot evolve without honest, powerful storytelling. We tell stories to heal, help, grow, learn, inspire, and motivate. My hope is that you get exactly what you need at exactly the right moment that you need it. Stick around after the story is told for the personal, professional, and spiritual exercise for the week. The following is a true story from my childhood, and from my point of view. Chrissy, Chrissy, call 911. My father is bleeding from his chest. His entire shirt is covered in blood. He's wearing the white Oxford button-down, typical of bartenders at nice bars in New York City. It's about 4.30 in the morning, and he had just come home from his shift. The command to call 911 is how I learned my home address. At this apartment building, where we lived, in a studio apartment, you know, the the kind with the bathtub doubling as the basin of bubbles for bathing and also as a counter for drying wash dishes. <laughs> there was no doorbell. And one of my father's girlfriends was babysitting us. So she had his set of keys. And this is 1989, so there were no cell phones. Um, So she had to call from, or so he had to call from the corner payphone to let her know he was home and that she needed to let him in. My sister and I heard the phone ring and we snapped awake. We were so excited to see our daddy. He was awesome. Um, But the girlfriend said we had to wait while she went down to get him. And in the time it took him to walk from the corner payphone and for her to go down five flights of stairs out the courtyard into the hallway of the front building and open the door. Some maniac had come up from behind my father and plunged a knife into his chest, a quarter of an inch from his heart. My sister and I were eagerly and obediently waiting by the open door. We heard a chilling scream. My sister, she's younger by two years, didn't hesitate. She started running down five flights of stairs. I yelled something after her about being told to wait, but I followed her down those five flights of stairs out through the courtyard, into the hallway, where my father's girlfriend was still screaming. His shirt was blood. My sister wrapped her arms around him. He was like a wild animal, all adrenaline. He was yelling at the girlfriend to call for an ambulance. I wanted to hug him, but Jenny was covering that. I wanted to scream, but the echoes of Mitch were loud enough. I just stood there trying to comprehend what was happening. It was like slow motion video with two times the speed audio. I think my father realized that nobody was going to call the ambulance, that the girlfriend was not going to call the ambulance. And he looked me dead in the eye. Chrissy, call 911. It was my turn to not hesitate. I was 11 years old. And I started to run. But then I turned around. I don't know if he stopped me or if my own understanding that I had no idea where to send the ambulance struck me. But when I turned, he caught my eye and said, 511 East 12th Street between Avenues A and B, Apartment 5B. He repeated it. 511 East 12th Street between Avenues A and B, Apartment 5B. You have it? Yes. And I repeated it as I ran out of the hallway through the courtyard, up the five flights of stairs into our studio apartment 5B. 5B, five flights up, back apartment building. The front building had doorbells, but the back didn't. My father had to call from the payphone to get in without his keys. I picked up the phone 911. I was very calm. Hello? I need an ambulance at 511 East 12th Street between Avenues A and B, Apartment 5B. I had to say it again, she said. Then I heard my father. He was standing at the door, full of blood. My sister clinging to his legs. And the girlfriend. She had faded from existence, but I knew she was there somewhere. My father had come out of that hallway, through the courtyard, up five flights of stairs to Apartment 5B and took the phone from me. Please send an ambulance to 511 East 12th Street between Avenues A and B, Apartment 5. To be continued. I love this true story of my childhood. The experience has taught me a lot about myself, Um, It taught me a lot about my father, and it taught me a lot about my sister, who still, by the way, forges straight ahead into dangerous, adventurous situations without hesitation. Um, It also taught me that there isn't anybody to lean on when you need help. And then it taught me how wrong I was about that. People react differently in different situations. The way we react is just a part of who we are. Um, Because it's a part of who we are, there's no reason to judge or become upset when someone else isn't doing what we expect of them. We react the way our brain's defense systems are set up to react, and there's little control or power in that. The girlfriend could not act. My sister could not stop herself from running towards danger. And I could not move until I had a way to fix this. But... How you act is different. It is in your control. You choose how to act, what to act on, and which actions to take. And if you don't like how you act now, you can always change the way you act now from this very moment on. And taking action is the first step in making the change you want to see in your life. One simple action can start to change the world around you. You can start to create the world you want by doing simple, small things that change the way you operate. This week's exercise is the framework of my Ants Go Marching program, which I developed to help my clients remove negative thinking from personal, professional, and spiritual goals and replace that negativity with the confidence to stop dreaming and get it done. Ants, ANTS is an acronym that stands for Automa- automatic negative thoughts. ANTS, ANTS is an acronym that stands for automatic negative thoughts. This week, pay attention to your thoughts you'll begin to notice that they have an amazing tendency to come marching through your mind uninvited, especially if they're negative thoughts. When you catch a negative thought marching through your mind, stop it and call it out for what it is. It's not easy to notice and it might take you some time, but because you're looking for it and you're focusing on trying to catch one of those negative thoughts marching through your mind, when you see it, you'll see it. Stop it. Call it out for what it is. And now for the fun. This is the exercise. When you catch an ant marching through your mind, stop whatever you are doing, whatever it is. And I understand that sometimes you can't stop what you're doing for whatever reason, but if you are just noticing that you're having a negative thought, chances are that you're not doing anything that you have to focus on. So stop what you're doing and sing At least the first stanza of the childhood song, The Ants Go Marching. If you need to go to the bathroom or pull over your car or excuse yourself from the dinner table, do that. But if you feel free enough to sing in a store or at a restaurant, have at it. Just do it for the next week and let me know how it goes. If you don't know the song, I will take the moment to sing us out of this week's show. So stick around and I'll teach you how to sing the song. But, you know, Google Okay, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my story this week and make sure you tune in next week so that you can hear the ending. And don't forget, your exercise this week is to stop those ants from marching in your mind by singing the Ants Go Marching song. Please visit my website if you want to share a story or if you're interested in working with me directly at com. Or you can leave me a voice message on this platform, letting me know how your ants are marching. May God bless you. The ants go marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. The ants go marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. The ants go marching one by one, and the little one stops to suck his thumb. And we all go marching down to the ground. To get out of the rain. Boom, boom, boom. Robin Williams said, I used to think the worst thing in life was to end up all alone. It's not. The worst thing in life is to end up with people that make you feel all alone. In this episode, you'll hear the beautiful and brave story of how my guest, Joe, barely survived an overdose and how it transformed the rest of his life. You'll hear about the surprising and disappointing things people are capable of, but if you stick around until the end, you will also hear about the ability of people to do more than expected. Hi, I'm Chrissy Bartles, and welcome to the Stop Dreaming, Get It Done podcast, where we tell true stories and find the joy in deep sadness together so that we can release past experience, ditch negativity, and experience personal, professional, and spiritual growth in the process. We tell our stories to heal, help, grow, learn, inspire, and motivate. My hope is that you get exactly what you need at exactly the right moment you need it from these stories. If you have a story you'd like me to tell or would like to be a guest on the next show, please head to my website at chrissyhoogbartles.com and submit a proposal. And now for my guest, Joe. What an amazing story. I want to thank you for listening. Um, And if you've gotten to this point, you have heard the entire story. I would love to hear from you. If you want to leave a voicemail or send an email to help at com. let us know what you thought. If you have any inspiring words for Joe or if you have any questions, we'd love to hear from you. And I will make sure Joe gets that information. And, hey, we might even be able to get him back on the show uh, to answer some of those questions. Um, As you know, for the last couple of weeks, you have been working on the ants go marching exercise. So a recap. And for any of those who aren't familiar, automated negative thoughts are those intrusive, uninvited thoughts that go marching through your head without you trying or without you asking them to or without you triggering the thoughts. And so what we do to get rid of those thoughts and to change the course of our day, get in control of our thoughts, is once we realized that those are going through our minds, we say, okay, I see that, I see you, you're an automated negative thought, and we sing the ants marching song from the childhood, uh, like a story, you know, nursery rhyme or whatever. Um, and if you don't know that, I will be happy to sing the third verse. Um, so you're going to do your ants go marching, continue to practice that. And then last week, we also built upon that by, um, anytime we get agitated, we just look around And when we, you know, our eyes light upon something like a table, we look at the table and say, this table doesn't mean anything, and this chair doesn't mean anything, and this lamp doesn't mean anything, until whatever it was that caused you to um, have an emotional reaction um, fades away, so you don't even remember what happened or why you're doing this exercise. So now we're going to add on to that, Um, and We're going to, so you're going to just kind of hang on to that concept of this, uh, you know, that door doesn't mean anything. And then you're going to add, I have given everything I see all the meaning that it has for me. Okay, so uh, adding on, I have given everything that I see all of the meaning that it has for me. So you just want to uh do that. You don't have to do it more than once a day. Hopefully you're not having too many traumatic emotional experiences that have caused you to do it more than that, but you are free to. Um, And the the goal, again, is just to get sort of in the habit of getting in control of your thoughts and recognizing that when you look at a bookshelf, it holds the meaning that you assign to it and that it doesn't necessarily mean anything except for that which you give it meaning. Um... All right. Again, please, if you haven't done so, subscribe, follow the show, share it with somebody you think will benefit from it. Leave a voicemail. Let me know if you have any questions at help at ChrissyHogueBartles.com. Go to ChrissyHogueBartles.com and send me your story. Let's see if you want to be a guest on the show or if you just want me to tell your story, I'm happy to do it. Until next week, the ants go marching three by three. Hurrah hurrah the ants go marching three by three hurrah hurrah the ants go marching three by three and the little one stops to climb a tree and we all go marching down to the ground to get out of the rain boom 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 At the Storyteller's Mission, we believe that story is the most powerful force in the universe, Zena Del Lowe. And that's what this week's guest has dedicated her life to story. Hi, I'm Chrissy Bartles, and welcome to the Stop Dreaming, Get It Done podcast, where we tell true stories and find the joy in deep sadness together so that we can release past experience, ditch negativity and experience personal, professional, and spiritual growth in the process. My guest, Zena Del Lowe, is a writer, speaker, teacher, story coach, and podcast host. Zena has worked professionally in the entertainment industry for over 20 years as a screenwriter, producer, actress, and story consultant. In 2020, Zena launched her podcast, The Storyteller's Mission with Zena Del Lowe, which has become one of the most popular shows among Christian artists all over the world. The Storyteller's Mission focuses not just on craft, but on how to write great stories that reflect a true biblical moral worldview and have a chance to compete in the marketplace of ideas. Zena loves story and storytellers. Driven by a passion to equip artists of all levels to achieve excellence at their craft, she regularly teaches advanced classes on writing as an adjunct professor and at writers' conferences all across the country. Zena also offers advanced, comprehensive, and one-of-a-kind online classes for writers through her website, www.thestorytellersmission.com. To find out more about her current course for screenwriters, which I am taking, um, called Formatting as an Art Form, it is now on sale for a limited time only. You'll want to go to uh, thestorytellersmission.com forward slash formatting as an art form. I will put the link in the description so that you won't miss it. And again, I'll tell you again, it's thestorytellersmission.com forward slash formatting as an art form. We tell our stories to heal, help, grow, learn, inspire, and motivate. My hope is that you get exactly what you need at exactly the right moment you need it from these stories. If you have a story you'd like me to tell or would like to be a guest on the show, please head to my website, ChrissyHogueBartles.com, and submit a message with a short description of your story, and I'll reach out to you no matter what. There are so many brilliant moments and life lessons in this episode that I hope you will benefit from. And without further delay, here's Zenadelle Lowe and her sweet snoring dog. I hope you've found tremendous value in this week's episode. If you think someone you know will benefit from these episodes, please share. Continue to catch your uninvited thoughts and sing the ants go marching when you catch them. If you can't turn them around yet without singing that song. This week, I'm going to encourage you to get the book recommended by Xena. The title is The Wounded Heart by Dan Allender. And I did put a link in the description. And no, it is not an affiliate link. Nobody will get paid for that unless, of course, you go and buy it. Hopefully, the writer gets the majority of that money. Do please follow Make sure to follow the podcast, subscribe, leave me a voicemail. Head on over to com, and let me know if you want to tell your story. I would love to have you. Until next time. The ants go marching four by four. Hurrah, hurrah. The ants go marching four by four. Hurrah, hurrah. The ants go marching four by four, and the little one stops to shut the door, and they all go marching down to the ground to get out of the rain. Boom, boom, boom. Acting requires faith. You just have to believe that you are the person you are playing and that what is happening is happening to you. Ivana Chubbick. The business of being an actor is hard. It takes grit, the ability to handle rejection, and in most cases, a lack of support from family and friends. My guest, Jacob Flaherty, has booked over 200 national commercials, voiceovers, and TV shows. But it wasn't easy, and he did it, even though family had a hard time understanding how actors could possibly make a living. My name is Chrissy Bartles, and welcome to the Stop Dreaming, Get It Done podcast, where we tell true stories and relay the possibility of finding joy in spite of hardship. My guest, Jaco Flaherty, was born in San Juan, Puerto Rico, where his father, Jaco Flaherty, an FBI agent, was stationed. If you're like me, you're wondering how Jake took such an apparent departure from the career ideas his parents must have had for him. You'll hear his positive outlook on life, and it'll honestly be hard to find the hardships he faced because of that glass-half-full mindset, but it's there. Please consider becoming a paid subscriber and get exclusive access to live question and answer sessions with guests of Stop Dreaming, Get It Done podcasts, membership in the private Facebook group, discounts on merchandise, books and courses, weekly group sessions at no further cost to you free swag and podcast episodes only available to subscribers. Not to mention my Ansco marching program delivered right to your inbox weekly. It's my pleasure. Truly. You're a positive guy in everything you do. Your light shines through, (laughs) um, What would you say contributed to your can-do, ain't-nothing-gonna-break-a-my-stride outlook on life? And tell us a little bit about yourself and how you arrived at the decision to become an actor. Will Martell has had a remarkable journey. A horrible breakup sparked an award-winning short film, led him down the path to building the first Black-owned motion picture studio in the Midwest, And he became a box office draw in pro wrestling. Follow to be alerted when that episode drops next Tuesday. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in and listening.